my name's Judy. And I'm Sassy. And together we are Two, two Girls on a Mic. Do 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 elevator music. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Two Girls on a Mic, an episode that we are going to talk about men, men women. versus women. <laughs> like the, <clears throat> how it's being portrayed. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The competition that shouldn't even be there. But right. M- yeah. People make it a competition. Yeah. So that's where we have our special guest, Steve. Hi. You I'm guys back. are finally seeing Steve. Oh, I know. That's oh, yeah. Yeah. Not, not exactly the the best time for me to be on the camera. <laughs> but you look cool doing it. We didn't tell you guys this, but he's a pirate, so he took time out of his adventure to be here. Just, just to give some some information, just because I feel like it, it's important for me to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, b- the beginning of last month, I got, <clears throat> I got diagnosed with Bell's palsy. It's kind of similar to what Justin Bieber have, but not as severe. So. Mm-hmm. The left side of my face is um, paralyzed for the meanwhile, but um, I've been going through acupuncture, taking some medication, and and massaging it, so it's mm-hmm. getting a bit better. Just think, so if I if I can't pronounce certain words, it's because of that. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the disclaimer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm not a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is your first time in the in like the office. The last time I think it was like. In the garage. <laughs> oh, yeah. On the episode, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've upgraded. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. But, like, we always like to start. We want to talk about our week. Mm-hmm. So, as our guest, how has your week been? It's been very quick. Um, I do love that the weather's finally getting warmer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's been <laughs> amazing to just walk outside, mm-hmm. you know? So, it finally feels like winter's over. I mean. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's been quick. Just been working. Gym. It's been chill. But you guys? Uh, it's been pretty good. Uh, I This was the week. I ended up joining Judy's all-women's gym. Oh, yes. Because uh, I don't think I mentioned that in the last Mm-mm, one. I don't think so. But I signed up, and I've been going for a week now. Mm-hmm. Only a week? I know. It, it feels longer, longer, but it's only been a week. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been good. It's uh, It motivates me, <clears throat> and it's like, I always thought I wouldn't like working out later in the day, because I like doing it when I woke up. I get that. Because then I'm like, I'm not going to want to go later. Mm -hmm. But I feel like since I know that there's people that are there to, like, tell you what to do, it's like, all I got to do is show up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it, like, takes out the hard part. Mm -hmm. Of coming up with workouts. Yeah. Yeah. My week has been pretty fun. It was actually my birthday last week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) To say the least, my birthday was an adventure. (laughs) (laughs) We had a lot of fun. It was quite the night, for sure. Memorable. Yeah. For sure. 31? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You said you were you got crazier on thirty one than twenty one. Oh yeah, my twenty first birthday was super chill. I went to dinner, had Can you one put drink. that picture up of how you guys were dressed. Hey, it was a cool thing back then. Okay, there like were business casual you cardigans and you know, how, you, know, you know how before it was like that business casual look was a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we were kind of dressed like. What's wrong with that? That's it, seems- it looked like they just came from the office. Oh okay okay okay. <laughs> Definitely way more memorable. 31 than 2021. I remember everything for my 21st birthday. That's true. Yeah. Judy let out her Boyle Heights side. (laughs) (laughs) All night, I swear. (laughs) All night. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not getting caught. But yeah. yeah, So, I mean, 
thankful. I'm thankful, thankful for, for <laughs> I'm thankful for all my friends that were there. First of all, my birthday was on a Thursday, so the fact that you guys went out on a Thursday shows a lot. Yeah. And the fact that you guys had work the next day. Yeah. But she was also trying to get us to skip. <laughs> I was having a lot of fun. I'm sorry. <laughs> she was. I I think you like traumatized me so much. I had a dream that you were not letting me leave your house. Did I tell you about that? No. <laughs> so that night after we came home from her place, mm-hmm. I fell asleep and I like I had a dream that it was still her birthday and we were still there, but she was not letting me leave. <laughs> or Fabi. And Fabi was like, Judy, I have to work. <laughs> And you, Judy was in Fabi's dream too that same yeah. day that she was like peer pressure. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I know. I don't really, I was like, and you know what the funny thing is, is that when I told you that comment about me being like Freddy, I was wearing a Freddy shirt. <laughs> this is Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I get dreams. it. I know. I'm hit. Yeah. I understand. You're I like horror movies. Off and- <laughs> I can't really express as much, so. That's, that's weird. It is. Share yeah. dreaming? Whoa. I think that was right? an actual thing. Um, what, 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 what I'm yeah, doing for? Um, I think the same thing. Um, I, I think the fact that we were together all night Thursday. Mm-hmm. Again, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And today. Today. Yeah. Um, I'm tired of you guys. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I, <laughs> um, I think the same thing, really. And not to kind of copy what you're saying, mm-hmm. but... Um, Especially because we did have big moments mm-hmm. um, that occurred during those during that that birthday, <laughs> <laughs> and I think we definitely saw sides of us that we don't really see much. Yeah, and I think that says a lot of things. And I don't know, like I already knew that you guys were very supportive, very um, down, just very down. <laughs> For lack of a better so word, so <laughs> it's it's nice to be reminded, it's nice to be reassured that your friends are literally your family. Yeah. Especially you guys. So, yeah, I'm definitely grateful for you guys. Yeah. I'm going to actually break this. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to sound weird, but Judy said it before. <laughs> I'm thankful for myself this week. Oh, my God. Listen, <laughs> Just I, as you know, if you listen, I have been going through a rough time mentally mm-hmm. lately, and I feel like I'm slowly starting to get out of that rut. Mm. and i feel like the other day i had like an epiphany i guess of like Mm. i always give this advice to other people that you can have the greatest support group in the world which i do but it comes down to you being able to lift yourself up out of that and i feel like i'm finally doing that for myself okay so you are the one with the legs so (laughs) yeah that's me (laughs) no i totally get that yeah yeah so there we go <laughs> but like we said for today's topic um we're not gonna get into like men versus women well we are but like but why that is yeah because why we even think that way mm-hmm, because within the last few years i'd say yeah. there's been an uprising of like feminism uh men's mental health and just the experiences that men and women go through separately and how lately I mean, I am always on TikTok. I'm always seeing story times of, like, women being like, oh, like, I was walking through whatever, and this man was harassing me. And then now I see more videos of men where they're saying, like, I feel like I can't do anything because I feel like women are going to take it the wrong way. And Mm -hmm. because of that, I feel like when people talk about mental health with men or women, it's starting to feel like, well, we're more important because we can't do this. 
or like, no, we feel like we're more important because we can't do this. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I know Steve is very like passionate about mm-hmm. <laughs> genders, equalities. So we figured it'd be the time to talk about that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you actually did research, which we appreciate. <clears throat> <laughs> just little, just little cliff notes on um, on men's struggles, not just them, but women too. Mm-hmm. So right. I mean, things I already knew. I just kind of looked more into it just to be more um, educated. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, I guess we could start with uh, we were talking a little bit before this, and how. I mean, I'm just gonna go based off the last thing I remember right. of. Growing up, right? I know we could speak on how we grew up. I never really got the like, oh, you can't wear like shorts or like a tank top or something Mm. when your uncles come around. But I know some girls have. Uh, Thankfully, I didn't go through that. And now I'm starting to see more like, well, what are little boys going to think if they're growing up and kind of seeing that like men are the issue, right? And the main stem of this is a lot of people say men are trash mm-hmm. whether you mean it or not you could or you it's just a, it at this point it almost seems like a joke yeah. but there are people that use it like for real they mean it yeah and it's like that's not healthy because how would it be taken if somebody said a oh, woman or they all suck right mm-hmm. or like the whole stereotype like oh all women are, are whores or hoes yeah so just taking into consideration like This affects everyone's mental health starting from when you're growing up and Mm -hmm. seeing that on there. So I kind of just want to like, you have a son, so I want to hear that. And I want to hear you since you grew up and you're, I want to say it's like kind of a change in time Mm -hmm. and you you never really start growing up. You're always adapting. Yeah. So like how you were when you were a kid to how you are now, Mm -hmm. like your mentality has changed or. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So. I was going first. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. I just waiting for like who else is gonna talk now? Um It's funny because growing up I never really noticed um that I was sensitive. I, even me having to admit that I'm I'm a sensitive guy mm-hmm. at this point in my life is kinda huge. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people, a lot of men could say that, um, unless they're I mean I'm not saying I'm mentally stable. I think we all have issues, but yeah. I definitely feel like I've I've grown uh, emotionally um, because growing up as a kid, um, especially coming from a household, um, a Mexican household. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I've never seen my dad cry. I've wow. never seen him cry. And the only time I've, I've I don't think I've ever heard him say, I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I've seen it through text, if that counts, but, um, but I get it. You know, like I understand that he grew up at a time that, you know, men were supposed to not really show emotion. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, and also he, he worked two jobs all, mm-hmm. all during uh, my childhood and, um, my teenhood too. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I, I, I don't know, like I, maybe that's why I was more sensitive because I was more raised by my mom, mm-hmm. but I saw a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the kids I was around were almost similar where like my dad, where they didn't display any sort of emotion or feelings or anything like that. So it was, it's, it was tough um, because I I didn't understand how emotionally unstable I was growing up, Mm. especially when I was going through like certain breakups or feeling 
a certain way that I just couldn't, I didn't have an outlet right. or anybody to really talk to, okay. you know? And eventually I met, you know, the guys and even then we all had our own shared problems. Right. And, um, I think we're all at a good place where we're like, we've been, we've been friends since, uh, since eighth grade, mm-hmm. at least some of us. Um, and we're, and we're, you know, we're 30 now. We're finally at a point where we're actually comfortable being emotional, like mm-hmm. being actual vulnerable with each other. And it's still a work in progress, you know? Right. But I think that says a lot that it took us this, this long to finally get to that point. Yeah. And I think that says a lot about men out there that some of them, some of them don't even have a person to talk to or mm-hmm. they don't have the certain income to afford a therapist mm-hmm. or that kind of health care, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's heartbreaking because... Mm-hmm. You know the the suicide rate for men is a lot higher than women. Yeah, that is true. And um, and there's definitely more services for women than men because men. I'm not saying that they have it rough because you know we all, everyone has it rough. Right. We all have different problems. Um, but I feel like you hear more of like women shelters and exactly. Like, there's more more catered for women. And mm-hmm. what's heartbreaking is that there's a lot of discrimination towards men, not in the sense of you know, like the wage gap, because I mean, obviously there's a wage gap mm-hmm. for women, but in the sense where like, we are supposed to dis- be, we're supposed to display this obedient, um, hardworking, always grinding kind of lifestyle. Even if, even if you're in the gutters, even if you are fucking homeless, like, oh, you better get a fucking job and get to it. You know, like mm-hmm. you can't just sit there and, you know, no, like, dude, we all have our fucking issues and some of us can't do that, you know? Yeah. And Everyone always expects men to get it done. And again, at, at the end of the day, I get it. I get it because I do feel like um, part of masculinity is to be responsible, to be stoic. And I'll get to the stoicism in a second. Um, <clears throat> but to do the right thing. But it's hard to do that when you have this embedded trauma from your childhood. Because at the end of the day, that's where it all starts. Mm-hmm. Your childhood, you know. And I'm sure you guys know what stoicism is. <clears throat> right? Stoicism? No, I don't think I do. <laughs> so it's in the sense, it, it, I, I feel like it goes hand in hand with uh, masculinity. And it's in the sense of not allowing your emotions to control you. Okay. Not in, and don't confuse that with like, you just don't feel emotion. It's more like you're aware of what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you're putting a pin on it. You know, it's like, okay, I feel upset. But at this moment in time, I'm not going to allow it to affect. Mm, It's like you got to keep going. Exactly. Mm. You know, and just being in control of yourself. Okay. And I feel like that kind of goes hand in hand with masculinity because at the end of the day, you need to do the right thing. You need to protect the people you love and be responsible for not just uh, for your actions, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. So. And you know, it's interesting. I like speaking about like masculinity because obviously toxic masculinity is a lot more talked about nowadays. Oh, but yeah. It's very hard to, at least from what I see, because my algorithm is always women. I hardly see videos of men talking. Okay. So when I do, it's because I'm watching with Matt. And he had a video come up the other day of, like, basically asking why is it more acceptable for us to be like, oh, women are sensitive because they're going through all this, their horm- hormones and all this, mm-hmm. right? But we don't really think about it with testosterone in men. Like they have the, the need to, for again, lack of a better word, do like man shit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like go and 
I don't know, like stuff that men do. <laughs> Lift something heavy and yeah. put it down. Yeah. And or like, and that leads to like, in the video, it led to anger and how their response. As for women, it's more like a sensitive touch, but for with men, it's more leaning towards the anger side. Mm. And it's like, why are we telling men you shouldn't be angry rather than you need to? You could be angry. At a healthy, yeah, where it doesn't get out of control and you start taking it out on everybody. Because it's the same thing. If you're too sensitive, that could be a burden for a lot of people, too. Oh, yeah. So it's interesting that I didn't really think about that before. But it's like, yeah, that's right. Because if you if a man starts doing stuff like that, you're just like, oh, he's just being like he's it's his toxic masculinity. Right. But nobody says toxic femininity when it's like the opposite. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that was interesting. You, the way you described the sostrum, and um, it's funny because I was Matt brought up a good point how how little boys are very chaotic, very destructive, and it, it's a lot of that. It really is. Um, growing up, you have, and it, I think it does relate to the testosterone in your body. You know, mm-hmm. where you have to do something um, physical. You know, we we that, which is why we play rough or why we do like dangerous shit all the time, and it's almost like. It's almost like fire, you know, like fire is warm and very cozy, but if you don't tame it, don't control it, it's going to fucking hurt somebody, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And that goes back to the household. Like you need someone, you need an, a well-balanced father to guide his son and how to not be so destructive, you know, mm-hmm. be able to, to keep that on check yeah. and yeah. have an outlet, you know? And I see that with Joey where he, uh, when he started, you know, expressing more of like his anger or mm-hmm. frustration he was very like he would just get angry and yell or mm-hmm. and we got to the point where, like okay i get that you're upset but yelling and screaming isn't gonna help yeah make you feel better so what we do is you know we help him we saw that i think i saw it on tiktok where you have them breathe in and out and like mm-hmm. count yeah. and that really like brings it down for him mm-hmm. and if we count of 10 and if he's still, like, frustrated or angry, we just continue. Mm-hmm. And he gets to the point, okay. And then he'll let us know why he's yeah. angry. Because he, he wouldn't express why he got angry or why mm. he was frustrated. But once we do that, and then he comes down and he's like, oh, something fell. Or whatever the case was, mm-hmm. we were able to finally understand, okay, well, this is why you're upset. As opposed to, like, figuring out while he's yelling, we're yelling over him, like, shut yeah. up. Or what, what do you want? Like, what happened? Because at that point, they're not listening to you. Mm-hmm. You're not. There's no communication there. They just know that you're yelling at them. And mm-hmm. it's like, and why? Yeah, <laughs> and they're just trying to... Because they're kids. They're, yeah. They don't mm-hmm. know how to control their feelings. And this mm-hmm. is where, as a parent, you step in. It's like, okay, yeah. I get that you're frustrated, but by you yelling, I am i can't help you feel better. Mm-hmm. So having him hold, do the whole breathing exercise, that's something that really helps Dude, him. that's beautiful. The fact that you as a mother do that for him mm-hmm. is awesome. And I think that's an important part for... And not to assign roles for men and women because i mean it, it could be the opposite side but you need someone to to help them with 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 with, with the physical side of, of of someone but also the emotional side too mm-hmm. and and I, I know like i women are obviously the far superior species when it comes to emotions mm-hmm. you know and that's also that you do that you know that's very important for him too um like i feel like my mother herself by the way she's an awesome Awesome woman. Um, I would say she, I think she's the most important person and one of the most important women in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but her raising four kids on her own while my dad was working, yeah. 
it's kind of hard to make time to kind of sit down and be like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. So the fact that you're instilling that in your kid is awesome. Yeah. And I think that's the big thing for me where people ask, like, when are, when are you having a kid? Like, when are you having a second? It's like, I, one, want to focus on this one I have here and raise them right and not have, like, anger issues. Like, I know I have anger issues. <laughs> I know Derek for sure has. We, we are very impatient, very, like, we get frustrated really quick. And I'm still learning how to deal with those emotions. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, if I'm struggling, I can yeah. only imagine what a kid is feeling where they don't understand these emotions mm-hmm. and they're just trying to like let it out. So it's like, okay, I, because it also tests me when I'm trying to calm him down because I'm getting frustrated. Yeah. I'm getting overstimulated with the little kid yelling. So I'm like, I have to check myself first. I'm like, okay, chill out. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't understand. And then at the same time, try and teach him hey like yeah. i need you to calm down so there's days where i have to walk away from him because i'm like uh, if i go to him right now i'm not gonna show him the best way to deal with things yeah because mm-hmm. i'm frustrated i'm overstimulated so i'm like i'll just walk out or derek will come in and he'll step in and try to calm him down so that's the good thing between me and derek that if one of us is not gonna react the best way we learn to walk away and like all right let me take over mm-hmm. let's, yeah. let's not you know go through <laughs> Like time, put me in, coach. Put me in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a good thing that even Derek, like he'll he understands. Okay, because we both were raised in in a very traditional Mexican household. Mm-hmm. So it was la chancla, spanking, yeah. the, you know, all the generic, you know, yeah. hitting. And I would rather move away from there that a little bit. You know, try and like talk to him and explain to him. And luckily, Derek is the same way where he loves to explain things and like mm-hmm. even prior to joey being born like with his cousins and nephews or whatnot he would like take the time to explain to them and i'm like you know they don't get it <laughs> right like you know they're not gonna... like yeah but i i feel like i need to talk to them not as a kid but just as a human yeah so that way they see me as like i'm not an uh the adult or i'm not you know superior to them right but mm-hmm. they can come talk to me if anything happens. that's cool yeah which is i get it but i'm like you don't get it though <laughs> <laughs> mm. but I see, I see what he means because he's very good with like kids i'm just like they ask questions and questions and he's willing to answer them yeah. like instead of like i don't know just take it go <laughs> well i mean derek loves to talk so yeah, i feel like yeah, he's yeah, the right yeah. person for that you know and I feel like that's also something else that could help, like, because there's a lot of busy parents out there, right? Sure. I feel like sports are very overlooked. They take up a lot of time, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. but if it helps your kid, like, you could start doing karate from a very young age mm-hmm. or boxing. If that's what they need, because there are people that are like that. They're just mm-hmm. wired that way. They have a lot where of they have to, yeah, yeah, they have to take it out. And instead of just keeping them at home and, like, telling them, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't do that, give them an, a healthy outlet oh, yeah. that they can and they won't get in trouble for mm-hmm. <laughs> and who knows they can make a career out of it yeah. and that's yeah. something that we're looking with joey we're like okay he's at that point where he wants to you know do more and right. i understand that him not having a sibling that like he doesn't have that like playtime with somebody else like it helps when he goes to school because he has his friends and whatnot mm-hmm. but then at home like there's only so much we can do mm-hmm. to like keep him entertained yeah. so i'm like okay let's look into getting to most sport or anything like that so that way he can you know experience other like 
little people like him yeah. because then he is able to um what is it interact with other kids because mm-hmm. i that's one thing that i noticed that only child only children only yeah only right children. yeah only yeah. children um <laughs> they tend not to know how to socialize very well mm. And that's like something I don't want him to be like. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of kids like that nowadays, for sure. Especially yeah. with COVID. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know what? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of off topic with the whole thing, but it you know, kind of relates <laughs> to what you're talking about, Joey. That's cool that um, that you're looking for something like that. And I don't know. I, I'm sure you guys have seen, especially because I feel like it's blowing up more on TikTok where it's being more talked about, mm-hmm. about your inner child. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yes. We've been wanting to do an episode on that. Yeah. And it's 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 crazy because sometimes when I look at kids, especially Joey, um, I I I, I sometimes I'm sometimes I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm stuttering. Sometimes I'm amazed because these are the this is the foundation of Joey's inner child mm-hmm. forming. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. And so like it's cool that when we when we all hang up like yesterday or yeah yesterday we're all just hanging out playing video games with them. The fact that he's gonna remember that even he doesn't like like salt like really remember the entire thing he yeah. knows that like we're all there mm-hmm. you know and i think that's a a, a gorgeous thing yeah to look back on mm-hmm. yeah because he always is like oh my friends yeah my friends. <laughs> <laughs> which i love because he's like he always talks about like, like i think there was a point where we had hang out hang out in like a couple weeks and he's like where are my friends oh, that's oh, cute. Like, they're they're uh, they're you know, they're <laughs> They got responsibilities. This is cool. My yeah. friends are old. <laughs> but yeah, just to get back on the topic. Yeah, I want to bring something up and I feel like it it um relates to something I've been going through this year. Mm-hmm. And um I I this year's been really tough for me, um, personally. Uh I uh, I was in a three year and a half three and a half year relationship which ended um at the end of December. So it was a rough patch to kind of jump into 2023. Mm-hmm. And, you know, luckily I do have you guys, a, a great support group. And it's been, with mental issues, it has been hard to just kind of sit alone and and constantly go through these moments in my life with my, my ex mm-hmm. and replaying all the mistakes I made. And, you know, beating myself up, being kind of harsh on myself, you know, like, you know, all, the things we normally do when we, we know we fucked up. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the problem. The fact that we're so unkind to each other. Mm-hmm. It's, and, and going back to the whole inner child, um, I kept looking and reading more of how you need to really treat yourself and look at yourself as almost like kind of you're kind of like stepping away from who you are and looking at yourself objectively mm-hmm. and viewing yourself as a little kid mm-hmm. and making sure like, you know, they're not fucking hurting themselves yeah. with with physically or mentally, you know. And one thing I want to bring up, though, with 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 um with women is that and you guys could tell me if it's true or not. I'm curious to know your opinion, but obviously women are more emotionally equipped because they're more in touch with their emotions. I was reading that um when a, a breakup occurs with, you know, between a man and, and a woman, men tend to kind of be OK in the beginning, almost be like kind of going about their life um and i think that's also part of the problem that they kind of just put what they what they went through in the back burner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where eventually starts creeping starts leaking back and eventually everything just comes back at full force mm-hmm. as if for women they feel everything in that moment and they mourn and they go through what they need to go through but 
eventually, as soon as that, as soon as they're done with that, they 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 actually they moved on. So right. it's a lot harder for men to move on because we're not so much in touch with our feelings as it for women. Mm-hmm. Okay, because <laughs> I have um, it's obviously this is just from my experience, yeah. and I'm not saying all women think like this. And there's obviously different situations, but I feel like at least the relationships I've had before, I've only really had one serious one before Matt and it wasn't very healthy at all. And I think what made me be more okay with the breakup was that a few months before we broke up, I already knew that like this wasn't going anywhere. So I feel like I was just preparing myself not to leave, but like, if this goes wrong, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world mm. for me. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Um, I feel like women, before they even end a relationship, they've already in their head mentally gone through the breakup, even though they really mm-hmm. haven't yet, because they got to the point where okay, they tried everything they could and it's not changing. Mm-hmm. They just haven't pulled the trigger. And they've already mourned the breakup. They've already cried. They've already been Mm -hmm. angry and all this. And then at that point where they actually break up with you, they're like, that's like, that was, that's it. There's no looking back. Mm -hmm. And they've already gone through all the emotions. So sometimes that's why they're like, okay, Mm -hmm. fairly after. Because they've already done it in the relationship. Right. But I also do want to say that that is not a very healthy thing to do. Because mm-hmm. if your partner is still putting in that work mm-hmm. and they don't know that you're already, you already have it figured out, essentially. You've if you already know, out. yeah, if you already know that this is what's going to happen, just cut it off. Mm-hmm. Don't bring them along while you're figuring it out for yourself in the future. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay. And there's mm-hmm. times where you, there is those girls who, you know, end up just breaking up with the person and they haven't gone through the emotions. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they, the thing is, they go through everything. They cry. They do, you know, the mourning. And then they move forward. As mm-hmm. opposed to some men, not saying all of them, but some of them, they're like, oh, whatever. Yeah. They go party, do the thing, and then... Thinking that it'll fill that void for Yeah, them. and then mm-hmm. they find out they go. Guys, fuck. it doesn't work. It, <laughs> it really doesn't work. You could, you could try it all you want. Yeah. You're going to feel like Especially shit. Especially if it's something that really meant something to it's, you. Obviously, yeah. if it was a relationship where you guys were like, couple months in there's not a then lot that's understand yeah i'm like, sure you can move on fairly quick mm-hmm. but if it's something that you invested years in and you feel like whatever i'll just get with another girl yeah or not. i'll just fuck around and you know it'll go away no you have to go through the emotions and like mourn through the breakup yeah and there's no right way to go through it either mm-hmm. it's like it's gonna be different for everybody mm-hmm. but it's just finding out what works for you while you're also not hurting the other party yeah i got a okay so i got another question okay. so how would you f- <laughs> he <laughs> starts is- interviewing us <laughs> <laughs> so hypothetically how would you feel if there was like you heard of, you found this maybe on tiktok or you know word by mouth that there was like a support group of men right where they cut, get together they talk about like their feelings and they all hug it out and cry okay how would I, you f- i think that'd be really healthy oh yeah yeah? i mean because it's a support group yeah because i feel like more men need that yeah men yes sometimes they have like their friends like their boys but they don't they don't they don't talk about their feelings so they're like if something is bugging them they don't talk it out like with us with our group like if Mm -hmm. 
say I get an argument with Derek or you get an argument with Matt and we're like frustrated and upset, we'll talk we'll about talk, it. Yeah. And they're like, and then we'll, one of us is like, we'll be like, okay, yeah, it's valid. Or like, you know mm-hmm. what? Actually, Matt was right. Yeah. Or whatnot. And that's where you have to realize that, yes, just because you're friends doesn't mean that you always have to take their side. Mm-hmm. If they're in the wrong, you shouldn't feel like you can't tell them. Yeah, oh, they're in yeah. The and they're also, that's not real friendship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's also something I noticed when you were talking about how, like, you and the guys feel like you're at that point now. And that's interesting because I think it's true that groups of guys, that's not something that comes up quickly. Because mm-hmm. I feel like we, I mean, we've only known each other for, like, what? Four years. or five years? However, oh, Joey's like, old. <laughs> five years? Because five Joey years. is just about to turn a year. That's half a decade. And well, then I just had like less. an epiphany. Fabi has been less. Yeah, and I feel like we've been talking about our issues for a while now, mm. but we never really stopped to think, like, oh, like, are we pushing it? I, it just feels like, is this not what everybody does? Yeah. But mm. again, that could be where, like, it's a nature thing, right? You look at animals because animals aren't like humans. We can't, I mean, you could teach them to do stuff, but mm-hmm. they have their own ways, right? Most of the time, the female is the nurturing and the male is like the one that's just popping out the kids and doing its thing, you know? Yeah. So, and who's to say that that doesn't happen with humans? And like, you can't like just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So you just got to adapt with it. And yeah, that's, it's just something I noticed between like, when I see groups of men and it's like when Matt would talk to me about like how your guys' conversations would go sometimes of mm-hmm. how the, I don't know if he wants me to say this. So I'll, I'll say it, but I'll <laughs> ask him. And if he doesn't want it, then you could cut I'll take it. it off. But a few or a couple months ago when he got really drunk, he told me that he got upset because he told you guys he didn't like that he had to get that drunk to feel yeah. like he could talk to you about that stuff and it's like that's really sad like yeah and that's just Matt how many other men and women feel like that you know and that's not something you (laughs) I don't know how the right way to say this is but it's very like you shouldn't think that way and I know I shouldn't say that (laughs) but that's why I feel like we should all just treat each other the same like at one point it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. You have feelings. You have, like, you need to talk about things. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, you're just not going to be happy. And finding that right outlet for you doesn't matter if it's with men or women or both, as mm-hmm. long as you're respectful. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it doesn't need to be, like, a gender thing, you know? Yeah, and I think it, it's a good thing that we that we did a few months back was with our friend circle one of the boys was acting not the way we wanted him to act. Like, he was borderline being a little disrespectful. And the fact that we were able to... Before we went to him, we wanted to go with the bo- like the other boys. Right, and yeah. say, hey, your guy, like, can you check Get your him? your guy, yeah. Check mm-hmm. him or we will have to talk to him because it's not okay. It's making us feel uncomfortable. Um and yeah, they, they were able to talk to him and he apologized and, you know, we moved forward mm-hmm. as opposed to we could have easily just been... Cut him off. Yeah, yeah. been yeah. upset and like not talk to him. And if he was over, we just Get shunned him or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that we were able to talk to you guys and say, hey, please talk to your to your boy because it's, it's we don't like the yeah. way he's 
um, going about things and the fact that you guys were able to talk to him and, you know, luckily he was able to realize, okay, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I fucked up, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, that answers my question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that pretty much wraps us up, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's obviously a lot of more things we could talk about. And I feel like as the world gets older, there's just going to be more things popping mm. up. But I think like a real message, you should really just think about whether you're like a hardcore feminist or a hardcore, is there a word? Meninism. Meninism. It's not even a word. It doesn't even exist. If you're a hardcore meninist, uh, <laughs> just think about it that way. Like not everything needs to be gender based. Mm-hmm. Like we're just people. We're just we're people just living on a big rock in a speck. <laughs> Possibly an elephant is holding us. <laughs> Hopefully anybody got that Horton here's a few reference. <laughs> We, we, we all have problems. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We all have our own individual problems and, you know, they're all different, but nonetheless, they're, they're problems nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And I think the important part is to lean on each other, mm-hmm. whether you're a man or a woman. I feel like yeah. there's definitely an understanding um, on both sides and definitely something to learn on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. I think as long as you open a dialogue and you're mm-hmm. open-minded and you listen, I feel like there's a lot to be learned, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode. It was a little more... On the serious side. <laughs> yeah, we try to make it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you for coming. Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> of course. We'll see you in a few months. <laughs> uh, but do you, do you want to plug the podcast? No, no, no. 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 Just... Okay. We're refurbishing. <laughs> yeah, we're refurbishing. We're reworking it. So it's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming, Steve. Uh, if you want to follow our podcast, mm-hmm. TikTok, Instagram, at Two Girls on a Mic, our personal ones are in the description below. And with that being said, you guys will see and hear us on the next one. Bye. Bye. Take care, guys.